0: Print podcast. I am your host, Melvin Banks. Buckle up! It's time to enjoy the journey. Um, I'm uh, thankful to have you guys back with me here as we record this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, I appreciate everybody being on Uh, Nat Banks. Hey, welcome, uh, welcome on board, man. Uh, I appreciate you being on. Um, So as we get into this week's episode i want to start out with reminders because usually i wait till the end and half the time i forget what it is i want it to remind you guys of so um i want to of course uh, invite you guys uh to like and follow the blueprint podcast you can find it on any podcasting platform uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, all, all the other ones—you could find it out there. The Blueprint Podcast with Melvin Banks. I want to invite you guys to uh, to like it, subscribe to it, share it with other people. The whole intention of this podcast is to share uh, life information, things that could help people, regardless of what stage or age they may be at in life. I think that there's always something uh, that's being shared that could help somebody. So. I want to invite you to do that. Um, I, I thank you guys for being on. And that being said, why don't we just dive right in. I believe it's time for us to get started. So um, I want to start out, and I've shared this story before, um, but I want to start out by sharing a, a story um, uh, of an event that occurred in my life uh, many years ago. I was 18 years old. Um, and uh, at this stage of life, I wasn't quite sure of what to do or how to even approach, um, you know, uh, doing anything with my life. I wasn't certain. I'm sure like many people, um, you know, right now who may be listening or many people reflecting when they do listen upon that stage of their life. When you're 18, nobody really, uh, no, there, there's no handbook. <laughs> you know, it's hard to figure out what it is we're supposed to do or how we determine what the right thing to do with our life is. You know, I believe for the last uh, several decades it was always, you know, once you get out of high school you you go to college or you go into the military and pretty much there's no instruction after that. I mean, how do you you know what to go into college for? How do you know, um, you know, whether or not the military is the right place for you to go? I mean, how do you make those decisions? But I remember at age 18, uh, I was still living at home um, and uh, I hadn't enrolled in school yet. I hadn't enlisted in the army or in the military or anything like that. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with my life. And I remember walking into the house one day and, um, you know, I I guess my dad was getting tired of seeing my face around the house. (laughs) Because whenever I entered the house... uh, He immediately uh, asked me a question. He just uh, looks up at me and he says, son, uh, what do you want to do with your life? And honestly, at 18 years old, like I said, I had no idea. So I paused for a minute and then uh, just thinking I was going to say what would appease him and allow me to get on with my day. um, I looked at my dad and I said, well, well, dad, uh, I guess I want to do like you. I want to work at the chemical plant. And my father responded with a, an angry tone almost, raised his voice and uh, said, son, no you will not. He was like, uh, you are not going to work at the chemical plant. Don't just settle and do something that you hate doing. Don't do what I did. And that hit me like someone had hit me in the chest with the freight train, um, You know, I I sat there and I paused for a minute. It wasn't what I had expected to hear in response. I thought he would have been happy that I wanted to follow in his footsteps. And instead, uh, you know, I looked over at my dad as he's sitting there and just kind of stunned and not knowing what to do or what I should say. And I look over at my dad and then he slowly turned and looked at me. And what I saw when he looked at me is what really still resonates with me today. My dad had tears in his eyes. Now, you don't know my dad, (laughs) but uh, my dad was a very stern, um, tough man, hard man. Um, He had served uh, many years in the military and stuff and uh, served a few tours of active duty. And um, he looked at me with tears in his eyes and he said, son, he's like, you could be anything you want. You can do anything you want. Don't waste your life doing something you hate. And then he ended that statement with something that I'll never forget. He said, Don't do what I did. That three, five minutes of my life um, has stuck with me, you know, a, a, as though it's a, a, a recorded image in my mind. It, it, it's almost as though it's a, a scene from a movie, and I could play it back over and over. And um, it's one of the things that I always reflect back upon, even to this day. Um, My dad had worked at that chemical plant for my entire life at that point. And I was 18 years old, and he had been there that entire time. And, you know, because he had worked there all those years, I always assumed he loved working there, and it was something that he wanted to do. And... um, Whenever he said that, you know, I I looked over at him and I was like, well, Dad, if you hated working there, why did you do it so long? I ain't asking the idiot question of the year as any 18-year-old is capable of doing. And my dad looked up at me and he he goes, well, son, I had you guys to take care of. And that was the first time in my my life um, that I'd ever realized that we could spend our lives doing something that we absolutely don't want to do that we could essentially i don't want to say waste because i don't feel my dad wasted um, his life but we could spend our time doing something that doesn't make use of the gifts that we've been given that doesn't um, you know enable us to do things that that we should be doing and my dad did what most people do um, most of us do this exact same thing in life. We we play it safe. We do what's uh, what's necessary, but we don't want to ruffle any feathers. We don't want to, you know, stick our neck out too far. So we play it safe. We do what everybody else is doing. We tend to fall in line because it's familiar. It's it's uh, it's comfortable. And I was thinking about that this week um, as. You know, I was just thinking about a number of different things, but thinking about this week's show, and I was thinking about that moment, and I started asking myself a few questions. Why is it that people play it safe? Why do people never set sail in life, you know? If we if we look at life, we can look at it very similar to to a ship or a yacht, you know, it's it's built to do something it's designed for a specific purpose and i'm a firm believer that God created each and every one of us with a very unique and specific purpose he's equipped us with gifts and tools and resources uh, to be able to use that or to be able to to live up to and fulfill that purpose and um, whenever we don't do it we we end up in a in a very odd place which we'll talk about but why do most people not uh, set sail in life? Why do people tend to play it safe? And as I thought about it, there, there were a couple of reasons that jumped out in my mind. First, of course, people tend to play it safe because they have a fear of risk. I mean, and pretty much the very proposition of life is risky, if you really think about it. I mean, uh, every day you have pretty much a 50 50 chance. You know, if we if we want to really look at it, we have a 50-50 chance of just getting through each day after we wake up. There's no guarantee in life. We, we don't know how much time God has given us. We don't know how many days we're going to get. We don't know how many hours we will get in a certain day. Life is a risky proposition, and people fear risk. So that fear causes us to try and avoid doing things that we think... Uh, that we think are going to be risky to us, that we think could cause harm to us. So we tend to play it very safe. We tend to not venture out of our comfort zone. We find the one or two things that we feel, you know, good at doing or good with doing. We feel like it's not going to cause us to stretch ourselves too much. And we tend to stick to those things. I want you to think about this. When's the last time you intentionally did something that you felt boy, that is, that's really risky. That's way outside of my comfort zone. When's the last time you actually stepped outside of your comfort zone intentionally and did something that you knew you were uncomfortable doing? See, most people don't do that. They tend to stay within that area that they feel most comfortable in. Secondly, people fear failure. Everybody is afraid of failing. And and you know what? It's, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's, it, it's, it's not our fault that we're afraid of failing. See, the problem with failure is that from the, the day we are born, the day we get placed in, you know, a classroom in kindergarten, we're conditioned to think about failure in the wrong way. We're, we're, we're told and we're taught to try and avoid failure at all costs. And that is the worst way to try and live one's life. Because if we set out every day to avoid failure, well, what's the best way to avoid failing at something is to not try, to simply not even put forth the effort. That way we don't expose ourselves to the risk of failure. We, we, we don't have to worry about dropping the ball or coming up short if we don't try. So many people find themselves playing in that safe space and saying, you know what? I know one way that I'm not going to fail. That's simply to not even put forth the effort of doing this. So most people will allow that fear of failure to control them and keep them from doing things that they know they should do or could at least try doing. Third is the fear of judgment. People are afraid of what other people think about them. I want you to think about this. Now, I know you're you're all going to say to yourself right now as you're thinking, well, no, not me. I never, you know, that never is me. But think about the last time, think about the last time you thought to yourself, well, I wonder what this person thought, and it was pertaining to you. I wonder what this person thought about how I did this report at work. I wonder what this person thought about how I prepared this meal. I wonder what this person thought about, you know, the way my house looked or whatever it is. I wonder what this person thought we all are concerned with judgment we live in a judgmental society we are judgmental people I'll just put it out there I'll 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 say the, the the thing that nobody wants to hear I'll talk about the elephant in the room we fear judgment because we know how harshly we judge others we know how harshly we judge others and this is something that you know, no one's immune to. We don't set out to do it, but it happens. And so we all fear this judgment, and what, that's one of the things that keeps us from stepping outside of our comfort zone and setting sail in life. And then, of course, there's our personal doubts. Every one of us has had moments of doubt in our life where we questioned our own ability. You know, you, you, you feel like, You know what? I've always known that I could sing or I've always wanted to sing. But do I sound good enough? You know, am I a good enough singer to even try this? Should I even put myself out there? What are people going to think? What if I go out there and I look absolutely horrible? And then those doubts and, and all these other things start to snowball. And it keeps us from ever attempting to do what God might be calling us to do. So rather than, than giving it a try, rather than going out there and saying, you know what? Maybe I'm not the best singer. Maybe I'm not great. But at this moment in time, I'm being called to do this. And if I'm being called to do it, then I'm, I'm, I'm confident enough to know that whatever I'm being called to do, I've been equipped to do. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try it and I'm going to give it my best effort. And it may not be perfect to someone but it might be what someone else needs to hear, or someone else needs to experience. So we have all these different things that kind of kind of come up that keep us from setting sail in life and saying, you know what, I'm not gonna sit idle in this place. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna allow myself to become a victim of my own inability to move beyond my doubts and my fears and and other people's judgment. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a try. Now, the real question that we have to ask ourselves is, what are the risks of playing it safe? What are the risks of never setting sail in life? What, what What is the risk that it poses to you and I if we allow all these things to keep us from ever venturing out of where we're comfortable? Well, first off, and I think uh, most importantly, you'll never reach your full potential. You will never reach your full potential if you're unwilling to step outside of the places that you're comfortable. If you're unwilling to, to say, okay, I'm putting myself out there. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to be perfect in the beginning, but I'm going to do it at anyway. And I'm going to be persistent at it. And I'm going to keep trying. And I'm going to keep learning. And I'm going to keep growing so you you'll never reach your full p- potential if you don't first say all right good or not like it or not judgment or not fearful or not whatever the the situation is i'm going to do it and if we never reach our full potential let me tell you the one thing that's certain much like the regret that i saw in my father's eyes that day much like you, you know, that feeling of, man, I, I, I miss my opportunity. If we never reach our full potential, we'll always live with regret. I want you to think about that. The thing that w- we think that we're being safe by not stepping outside of our comfort zone. We think that we're being safe by, by staying in this little place that's familiar, that that's comfortable to us, that... Doesn't challenge us, it doesn't stretch us, but we don't risk failure, we don't risk embarrassment, we don't have to worry about people judging us if we don't try to do something that's beyond what we would normally do or what everybody else is doing. But then we'll live with regret the rest of our life because we'll know that we never lived up to our full potential. We never even tried. And because of that, we'll we'll spend the rest of our life always wondering, what could I have done if I just tried whenever I said I was going to do it? What could I have done if I had just stepped outside of the box for a moment and said, I want to know exactly what I'm capable of? See, that, that should be the one thing that keeps us all up at night, is that fear of, of regret, that fear of, never knowing what we were truly capable of accomplishing if we had trusted god and said you know what i may not feel ready i may not be the best equipped but i'm going to trust god in this moment i'm going to step outside of my comfort zone i'm going to do this thing whether whether people like it or not whether other people agree or not i'm doing it so i want to encourage you to step outside of the comfort zone to to be willing to challenge yourself to set sail. I mean, think about it this way. A ship is safe in the harbor, but that's not what it was created for. The same thing goes for you. God created you for something, and yeah, you may be safe if you if you choose to stay in the place where you're comfortable, you'll never expose yourself to risk. You'll never have to experience embarrassment and failure and judgment. But whenever it all comes down to it, whenever that final day comes, will you be looking up saying, I never even attempted to set sail. I don't even know what I'm capable of. What would have happened if I only tried? I don't think there could be anything worse than that in life. You know, my biggest fear And I've said this before, my biggest fear is not failure. It's not being embarrassed anybody who's been with me in a church and heard me sing as loud as I can in front of everybody really doesn't bother me. I'm not the greatest, but I'm going to use what I got. (laughs) But here's what I will say is my greatest fear would be living a full life. Never understanding or attempting to understand what I'm fully capable of. And then whenever I die, having to stand face to face with God. And he says, what did you do with what I gave you? And I have to be like that, that servant with, uh, you know, the, the parable of, of the talents. You have the one who, who received five, one, two, and one, one. Each according to his ability one with five went out and and gained five more. The one with two went out and gained two more. But the one with one, he buried his talents. He said, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to take a chance. I'm going to bury it in the ground because I know he's a hard master. He's going to expect something of me when he returns. And he buried it in the ground. And then whenever he has to stand face to face and give an account for what he did with what he was given... He has to stand up and say, here's what you gave me. I was afraid, so I buried it. Here's what you gave me and hand it back. I never want to get to that point where I have to stand across from God and say, you gave me less hope, 80 years. (laughs) You know, you gave me 80 years, 90 years, 70 years, 50 years, whatever it is. But I didn't do anything with it because I was afraid. See, the one thing is certain is that there will come a day whenever each of us will have to give an account for what we've done with the life that we've been given. With the resources we've been given, with the talents we've been given, we're going to have to give an account. There's going to be a day when we will have to stand eye to eye with God and say, here's what I did with what you gave me. And I want to make certain that when that day comes, that I know that I've given everything that I've got. With what he gave me. I've done everything that I could possibly do. It didn't turn out perfect. But I poured everything I had into it. And I want you to be able to do and say the same thing whenever you stand across from him. You know, God, I, 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 I might have come up a little bit short. It might not have been perfect. But I did everything that I possibly could. With the life that you gave me. Here, here, here's what you gave me. Plus what I what I you know earned and what I created with that time. And that to me is is the greatest sense of accomplishment that any of us will ever have. It's to say the return might not have been perfect, but it was everything that you gave me plus some because I went out there and I put it to work. But I certainly don't want to say I was afraid, so I hid what you had. So that being said, hey, keep in mind, guys. I'll say it one more time. A ship is safe in the harbor, but that's not what it's created for. Same thing goes for each and every one of us. We're safe in our comfort zone, but that's not what we were created for. God wants you to go out there and live. He wants you to take chances. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to walk by faith to step outside of your comfort zone and maximize your potential. You'll never know what you're capable of until you take a chance. So you take that risk. Get away from the thing that you think is, you know, the most, okay, this is what keeps me feeling comfortable and safe. I'm going to stay right here in this spot. You got to step outside of that spot and say, God, my next step is going to land wherever you tell me to put it. I'm trusting you. And if you do that, you can never take a wrong step. And you'll never come up short. Because God has a way of always making things work out. So that being said, guys, I appreciate all of you joining in. Hey there, Gail, Terry, Noel, Catherine, good to have you joining in. Jesse, what's going on? Marlena, hey, how are you? Rodney, Marie, uh, Diane, Jamie, it's good to have you on with us. Miss Dolores, Craig, Nat, good to have you on. Um, Miss Mack. Thank you so much for joining in, and the rest of you guys over here, I can't see your names uh, (laughs) on this page, so sorry about that, but thank you all for joining in. Uh, Once again, I'll just ask, hey, go ahead, find the actual audio of the Blueprint Podcast, and um, you can find it on any of the major platforms. The Blueprint Podcast with Melvin Banks, all you have to do is Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, all of those other ones. And you'll be able to find it uh, right there. And just subscribe to it, follow it, and then share it with everybody that you know. Uh, The the goal is always to share words of hope and encouragement with other people. So uh, that's what we set out to do. So hopefully this this gave you a little bit of uh, information and insight today. Hopefully, it gave you a little bit of an encouragement and maybe a little bit of a kick to say, you know what, I'm going to try that. I'm going to do it. I've been I've been looking for the right reason to do it, and today is that day. So, hopefully, that is uh, what you guys got out of it. I look forward to talking with everybody again next week. As always, guys, enjoy the journey, and we will see you all very soon. Have a great week.